The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to The Natural Way with Sandy. Today we're going to be talking about how important the immune system is and I will constantly be going on about the immune system because it is really the system to focus on because all disease and illness will radiate from when the immune system becomes compromised. So there's a few little things to start thinking about, about what we can do to be supporting and guiding our immune system to be there as our defence against disease and illness. So the better your immune system is functioning, then the better chance you've got of recovering. The lower functioning your immune system is, then you will struggle to be able to get into a state of recovery. A mild cold can actually turn to the flu. A bit of a tickle on the throat, a bit of a tickle in the chest can actually get to bronchitis. That little bit of a cold, the runny nose, maybe a bit of a sore throat can actually lead to pneumonia. So what we need to do is to say, what can we do on a day-to-day basis to be able to stimulate and activate the immune system? Well, we go back to our basics. Good hydration, sipping water regularly throughout the day, eating fresh food and more particularly fruits and vegetables, leafy green vegetables and very colourful foods in the form of vegetables are excellent. Simply following the basic Mediterranean diet is the simplest way to be able to have foods coming in. Avoiding, and this is standard stuff, avoiding highly processed foods and sugar. So that's what we get coming into our body. But are there a few little recipes that I could give you to be able to start thinking about the processes of supporting your immune system? Well, absolutely. I think one of the best foods to consider to bring into the daily diet on a regular basis is, and everyone would know this, garlic. Spicy foods like curries, warming tonics like ginger, these are great foods to bring in to the body. Warming such as black pepper is fantastic. But what about some additional things and how could we look at it to be able to assist the immune system on a day-to-day basis? Well, a few little recipes here. One that I have used now for close to 30 years in clinical practice is to make an immune tea. So you simply get black tea, say a, a standard standard black tea, um, standard common garden variety one, nothing flash or fancy. Make up 500 mils of a strong black tea and then add to that two tablespoons of grated fresh ginger, one and this is just one orange with the peel on very finely sliced, one lemon with the peel on very finely sliced, and a couple of tablespoons of honey. Now, you allow all of this to infuse, and if you use one of those coffee plungers that you can get from the cheap shop, you can now compress down 
all of that stuff like the orange the lemon etc if you want but what I like is that you have a bit of the lemon and a bit of the ginger and a bit of the orange as you're drinking this so when you make up the tea take the tea bags out and then add the ginger the honey the orange and the lemon and then by allowing that to infuse having a couple of cups across the day now this is a wonderful tonic tea Anyone out there who's been to China, you'll notice the Chinese walk around drinking tea all day and they have all different blends to be able to have for for their well-being. But this tonic, this is an immune tonic, this tea, and absolutely extraordinary. So give that one a go. Now, what about a few extra tips to help you with this particular formula? Well, what I like to do is I get a wide-necked thermos flask and I put all of that in and I will have that across the day when working and more particularly if I'm going to be seeing patients face to face, I will have that as a tea. I certainly share it with my patients as well. But just think about the concept of when you are working with orange, with the lemon and with the ginger. Now, what I really love about this ginger is that, as I've said previously, the warming tonic effect of the ginger. Now, a lot of people may say that really they don't like the flavor of ginger. Well, this isn't sort of pushing a gourmet food. This is pushing a medicine. So one way of getting used to it, I would argue, would be just to have a very small amount of ginger to start with. Because if you do that, then your body will start to get used to that taste of ginger coming into the diet and then you will find that you will be able to tolerate quite a lot more as you go. So the healing benefits that is associated with ginger is, as I've said, that circulatory warming tonic effect and it is extraordinary. But many times I would also recommend this tea For people with, uh, say, with cancer and they're having chemo and they lose their appetite, ginger can be very warming and stabilizing to assist the gut and more particularly where there is a loss of appetite. But interestingly, the combination of relieving nausea as well as looking at that sort of loss of appetite in combination is extraordinary for the healing benefits associated with, say, chemo that is coming into the body. But it really is that wonderful warming effect and the the benefit that it has to the circulatory system in that warming tonic effect, but also where it really can kill off some of those viruses that you are working with. Now, the other thing that a lot of people don't know is the uh, Zingiberaceae family that ginger is in, so too is turmeric. And, uh, and cardamom. So these are really lovely tonic herbs as well to be considering. The history that goes on with something like ginger uh, is, is just unbelievably fantastic and over centuries virtually. But many people forget about ginger for the treatment of aches and pains around the body. 
Now think about if you have a bit of a virus, how many times do you find yourself being sort of overcome with aches and pains? Well, the ginger that is coming into this great herbal formula, and I put this together, as I say, three decades ago, when trying to work some combinations that would be pleasant tasting as well as a tonic effect. So the reduction of the aches and pains, and this is also if you happen to have arthritis, because the effects that is associated with ginger is also a wonderful uh, anti-inflammatory. And when we look at a lot of people who now today who've got inflammation, it's just beyond understanding how many people have arthritis, osteoarthritis, etc. And many reasons are put out there, but often the reason being is, is the diet, the hollow food, the white flour products and the sugar really. Now, if you happen to have osteoarthritis or you have inflammation and you could have um, inflamed lungs as an example or inflamed bronchioles, then bringing the ginger in starts getting a broad line effect. But what you can also do to add to this tea is a pinch of cinnamon because a pinch of cinnamon, if you do happen to have aches and pains or the arthritis, well then what you can work with there is assisting the anti-inflammatory nature of the condition whilst supporting your immune system. But it doesn't stop there when we start looking at products such as ginger because ginger really is very well known to be supporting the heart as well as the blood. But there have been many studies. I know that they've sort of started in around about the 1990s into the early 2000s in relation to um, ginger supporting the body with type 2 diabetes. So if you do happen to be falling into these categories, can't you see the way that this ginger would be of great benefit to you? If you've also got um, anything like a, a raging sore throat where you've got inflammation, you've got, say, a burning type feeling, well, ginger can be quite supportive. But whilst we also put that ginger in there, don't forget about its benefits in relation to lowering cholesterol, uh, the LDL um, and the triglyceride levels. We know that ginger also helps with that. So you can see the way that the benefits that are associated with this extraordinary ginger coming in becomes fantastic. Now, the orange and lemon, orange and lemon with the peel, there is a lot of healing agents that literally sit there with the orange and the lemon inclusive of the peel. Sure, there's a lot of vitamin C that is in the fruit itself. But when we start looking at something like orange peel and lemon peel, we start really hitting our straps, straps in relation to immune tonic formulations. The one thing about orange peel, we throw these things away. We throw orange peel away. We, we squeeze the lemon and then we throw the whole thing away. But what's left in that skin, you're really throwing away the basic healing that goes with those products. So if you happen to have sinusitis or if you happen to have hay fever, the orange peel is an antihistamine. So how extraordinary is this? We have an antihistamine effect. The antihistamine process that works with the orange peel, putting in the antihistamine in relation to our immune tonic, 
we start now finding that we have extraordinary healing benefits that are associated with putting the orange fruit as well as putting in the peel. So what we often throw away, and we will do a we'll, we'll do a podcast on this um, in relation to what we throw away. But for this, the purposes of here, we want to be able to get the action happening in relation to the lemons. Now, number one, as I've said, it is great for the vitamin C content, but lemon is also a wonderful digestive aid and it's also very supportive to the kidneys. Now, I'm talking here, I know that if you go onto Dr. Google, you'll find a whole lot of things in relation to um, lemon water. But I want you to be thinking about having the whole lemon in relation to this combination to be able to support and assist the body in its state of immune requirements. So you're really needing that immune system. Now, to be activated, the antioxidant benefit of vitamin C is so well known, really, and it's not a matter of having to go over this too much at this stage. But in relation to get over um, a virus, we always think of the citrus fruits, don't we? Like we might make a lemon drink, so we'll get lemon juice and we will maybe mix it with some water and some honey and have that. And then we throw the skin away. So much and so many healing properties are in the peel. So if we allow the oil molecule that is in the peel to be activated in our tea, we now have really, really, really wonderfully supportive healing benefits. So when we think about, let's go back to our the black tea. So we've got black tea is the carrier. Tea is an antioxidant as well. We have our lemon. We have our orange with the peel and we have our ginger and we have the boiling water to be able to infuse all this together and we add the honey. This is an extraordinary immune tonic. So when you get a cold, please don't go out and soldier on and spread it like you are encouraged to do through TV advertising. You get a really bad virus you got a runny nose, you got tissues full of mucus and the advertising actually tells you to take either some pills and potions and soldier on. Now how, how stupid is that? Because you go and spread your condition all around the office or on the tram or the bus or you get out of your car and you walk past people coughing, sneezing. You walk into your office in an air-conditioned building. You are now spreading your condition. So no, we stay home at the first sign, we start making our immune tea and then we take that until we have a recovery. As I said earlier, the foods to have, apples are fantastic to be able to assist the immune system build and repair. But I've got another recipe for you folks, so hope you hope you got your pens ready. I want you to get Three quarters of a cup of currants. Now, this is an antioxidant formula like no, nothing else. It's fantastic. So three quarters of a cup of currants. You just buy the dried currants from the supermarket. You get two tablespoons of fresh grated ginger. I'm a bit of an advocate of ginger, I know. Put those two tablespoons of fresh grated ginger straight into the currants. And then two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. 
Now cover the content here with some water to about two finger widths. Just gently turn it over. Put some glad wrap over the top, put it in the fridge and allow that to infuse or draw for a couple of hours. Now what I want you to do is to take that out and I want you to have one teaspoon of that combination three times a day. Now one of my lovely clients and a lovely friend, I gave this formula to her and she gave it to a friend who also gave it to a friend. And what they did was that they worked out this tastes really, really nice. And one of the people is actually a chef. And what they thought was this tastes really quite nice. We might have this as a food, so a condiment. So they did that with roast pork. So guess what? They've got Sandy's Immune Tonic Formula as a condiment, having it with roast pork. So we've got two things happening here. We've got a new recipe. It's a great food. It's an antioxidant. Goes really nicely with roast pork or chicken or whatever. But this example, they put it with roast pork, thought it was terrific and enjoyed the healing power of the antioxidants that are associated with this combination. So start thinking about foods as powerful medicines. With the currants and the ginger and the apple cider vinegar, the original formula actually from the early 1900s was to actually soak the currants in gin. And this was for painful, very painful, sore throats. So um, yes, gin can be quite therapeutic in small doses, I guess, you know, having and the absorption that would be the gin with the current. So you could try that. But really, um, just in case you have to drive, this one, the current formula with the currants, the ginger, the apple cider vinegar, then covering over with water. This is the set ratio to work with, but you could actually make up a double or a triple lot because it will keep very well in the fridge. You can then pack it up into little containers and take it to work with you because what we need is the powerful benefits of antioxidants that will protect the cells from damaging free radicals. And we really do have to look at the uh, process, why we want to bring antioxidants into our body as often as possible. And more particularly, if you could bring a range of antioxidants into your body on a day-to-day -day basis, the better your immune system is going to be. But simply when you think about it, you've got bad guys floating around your body and antioxidants go through and eat them up and keep them under control. Science lesson 101. So the better you protect yourself, the stronger your immune system is, the healthier you're going to be. Leafy green vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables have got a range of antioxidants coming in. The A, C and E, vitamins A, C and E, the antioxidant combination, the trilogy of combination that we need. So fresh fruits and vegetables are jam-packed with these foods. So instead of soldiering on and going and buying a packet of pills and potions and sharing all of your mucus and all of your viruses, etc. Let's have a healthier community because our immune systems are becoming more and more compromised each and every day because people do not rest. They, they want to go out there and spread their condition around and never once think of what they're doing to other people's bodies. 
So please, take the time to heal and recover. Take the time to heal and repair. Take the time to allow your body to get over the virus and feed as many foods into the body as you possibly can following these principles. And these two recipes, please share them with as many people as you can. In my Fruit and Vegetables as Medicine book, my Household Remedies book and my Energy Unlimited book that you can actually find on my Facebook and that is Dr. Sandy Rogers Facebook. These books have a lot of these formulas and recipes in them but on these podcasts we are going to get them out there so you can share them. I want grassroots folk medicine to be shared with the world and our objective is is to literally get people in the thousands listening to this information. We must get folk medicine revival happening, folks, because we desperately need it. We need to tilt the scales. Modern medicine, who have done a remarkable job and continue to do the most remarkable job with their research, their scientific validation of what they do. Surgery in this day and age is just beyond fantastic. But at the end of the day, what we need to look at is is that if you need surgery and you come out after surgery, you need to have healing and recovery. You need to get the body healed. You need to get into recovery. You need to rebuild, rejuvenate and revitalize your body. And the only way you can do that is through foods as medicine and using these combinations to be able to really get that bounce back happening. And this is not to say not to use modern medicine. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. If you need modern medicine, by all means, work with modern medicine for their wonders that they can do. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't forget that what you put into your mouth is either going to assist your healing or it's going to reduce your body's ability to heal. So think about that. What you put into your mouth day by day is either degenerating your cells and getting your body really struggling, or it's reviving and rejuvenating yourself and getting getting your cells to be nicely balanced, therapeutically driving your body forward in a healing repaired mechanism. And these aren't costly. These are cost-efficient recommendations. But these recommendations that I'm giving to you folks have actually been tried in face-to-face clinical practice with my clients over more than three and a half decades. And I know this works. And the faithful clients that I have who just stay with me all the time because these are the sorts of things we work with. So revival, rejuvenation, and getting the body working as much as it possibly can through simple foods as medicine. Simple, yes, but powerful and extraordinary medicine, absolutely. So folks, please, you know the drill. You need to start telling everyone to tell everyone to tell everyone the three degree of separation to please come along and subscribe to my podcast and also visit Sandy Rogers, this is Dr. Sandy Rogers Facebook, so you can follow the other things that we're doing and also jump onto my website on sandyrogers.com.au. So until next time, as I said, find happiness in every moment and enjoy the journey. But if you also need to have a particular podcast about something that you may have an interest in, then by all means, 
hop onto my email, sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at sandyrogers.com.au and let me know and I'll put one together for you. Take care now. Over and out until next time. The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.